Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word for keeping life on an even keel, despite the pressures we may face. This program is designed to help us understand and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. Good Thursday, everyone. We are looking at the five purposes that God created us for, as laid out in Rick Warren's book, The Purpose Driven Life. And we are presently looking at the fourth purpose, and that is that God created us to serve Him by serving others. The fourth purpose for our life is ministry. Now, we need to look at this word ministry, because if I were to ask most Christians and say, are you in the ministry, they would say no, because they equate the ministry with being a minister, being a pastor, being a missionary or an evangelist. Now, these are special callings in the church, and they are ministry, but they do not encompass all that ministry is, because every believer is called to be a minister. Every believer has this fourth purpose for which God has created them, and He wants us to serve Him by serving others. We've seen in previous days that we're all made unique. We all have a unique shape, S-H-A-P-E. Our spiritual gifts, our heart's passion, our abilities, our personalities, and our experiences. Each one of us is a special creation by God. And He has made us the way that we are and gifted us so that we can serve others. You see, your talents and abilities are not given to you For your benefit, they are given to you for the benefit of others. That's why 1 Peter 4 and verse 10 says, Each one should use whatever gift he's received to serve others. Now when we see this, it will change our lives. Because rather than using our special abilities to benefit ourselves, to make money, to gain success and status, we will have a different mindset, and that is to serve others. Now, We saw yesterday that the model for our ministry is Jesus. Matthew 20 and 28 says that our attitude must be like Christ because he came not to be served, but to serve. So to do this, we have to make ourselves available. We said we have to be willing to be interrupted. Most of Jesus' miracles happened as a result of interruptions. People engaged him as he was on his way, and the scripture says he stopped. A lot of times his disciples wouldn't want him to stop. They told the blind man, don't bother the master. But he would stop. Mothers would come with their children and want him to bless them. And the disciples would say, stay back. But Jesus stopped. He would be interrupted and he would minister to the needs around him. So if we're going to fulfill this fourth purpose that God has for us, we have to be available. We have to overcome the obstacles that keep us from ministry. The first obstacle is self-centeredness, being so busy with what we're doing that we don't have time for others. The second obstacle that can be in our way is perfectionism. And that is that you don't feel you're adequate and we don't get involved in something because we feel, well, I can't do it perfect, so I won't do it at all. Listen to Ecclesiastes 11 and verse 4. If you wait for perfect conditions, you'll never get anything done. 
Now, many of you will identify with this. I, I am a bit this way myself in that I don't like to start something unless I can do it well. And my wife will tell me that I put things off too long around the house because she'll want me to do something, but I've got in my mind how I want to do it and how I need to change this and then I need to buy this. And so I'll tend to put the job off because when I do it, I want to do it right. I want to do it to perfection. And many times this frustrates my wife to no end. And I have to learn that I need to get started and do something today. Now here's the whole danger of perfectionism, is that you put things off. You see, there's nothing wrong in wanting to do a job to excellence. In fact, we've talked here on the program and in the church, we really promote the quality of excellence, doing everything to the very best of our ability as unto the Lord. But there is a downside to excellence. And what the downside is, that you tend to procrastinate and put something off and not meet a need that you see right today because you don't feel that you can do it to excellence. Now that's where it's wrong. Because real servants do the best they can with what they have today. You see, there are needs in front of us today. And yes, you may not have all the abilities and you may not have the resources and the timing may not just be right, but there's a need today. So take what you have and do the best with it today. Then you can combine excellence, doing the best that you can, but you don't put things off, you do it today. That's why the scripture says, if you wait for perfect conditions, you'll never get anything done. You see, things will never settle down. What I have heard many people say to me is that, you know, I want to do something, but the conditions are not just right. You know, when my job settles down, then I'll be able to get involved. Or when my family situation is different, then I can get involved. Or when I get through this season, it's not good for me here in the summer, but in the fall, I might be able to do something. We're always waiting for the perfect conditions. And I tell you, Satan will make sure that they're never there. And we'll just keep procrastinating and putting things off and not getting things done. And the needs that are obvious before us, the people that God wants us to serve and minister to, still are wanting. So along with the excellent principle, we need to have the good enough principle in the sense that I will do what I can today and though I can't do it perfect, I will do it to the best of my ability and that will be good enough. God makes up the difference. God uses people that are less than perfect. In fact, that's the only kind of people that he uses because there are no perfect people. He always has to use people that are imperfect. And so just put yourself into the fray. Present yourself and say, Lord, here I am. Use me. And don't allow conditions to hinder you from going forward. You know, there's a verse in Proverbs that I often think about, and it talks about the sluggard who will not plow for reason of the cold. Now, I grew up on a farm, and I could identify with this. I tell you, when you get out in the tractor, and it's a cold day, and you're going up and down, and you're plowing the fields, it's a bone-chilling experience. And a lot of times we say, well, I won't plow because it's too cold today. And I remember trying to tell my dad this a time or two, but he didn't seem to go for it. He'd say, Kenny, put your coat on, bundle up, and get out there. We can't wait. This has to be done. 
So many things we put off. Now, if it's just in the natural, it will have natural consequences. But many times we put off spiritual projects. We put off spiritual ministry because we allow the conditions to hinder us. So let's really break through this barrier of perfectionism and say this will not be a hindrance to my ministry. So as we have seen, the first hindrance is self-centeredness. The second hindrance is perfectionism. And I would say the third hindrance is materialism. Listen to Luke chapter 16 and verse 13. No servant can serve two masters. You cannot serve both God and money. Now we're talking about servanthood here. We're talking about ministry. This scripture tells us that you cannot serve two masters. You cannot serve God and money. Now notice in this verse, it didn't say that you shouldn't serve God and money. It said that we cannot serve God and money. It's impossible. You can't do both. You cannot have the goal and the ambition of your life to be money, to be able to accumulate things, and at the same time have your goal to serve God. Because when you serve God, you're going to serve others. And when you serve others, that means you give of what you have. You give of your resources. You give of your time. You give of the very things that would necessarily have to go towards the pursuit of money. And so you have to choose. What is my life about? Am I going to live my life for myself, using my talents, abilities, and time to benefit me? Or am I going to use my talents, resources, and time for the benefits of someone else? This is just a choice that's before us because the scripture says you cannot do both. You have to decide. You know, it really comes down to this. Do I want to be a kingdom builder or a wealth builder? What will be the motivation of my life? You know, really it's a choice between wanting to be rich or wanting to be blessed. And I tell you, being blessed is much better than being rich. Because here's the point. If we choose to do it God's way and serve Him, His blessing brings riches. Now, this is an incredible thing. As you decide to serve others and put other people first and say, I am not going to allow the motivation of my life to be the gaining of wealth, and you begin to serve someone else, the scripture says, seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these other things will be added to us. You're not pursuing them. God just comes along and adds them to you. So I have seen many people whose goal and ambition of life is to serve others, and yet they have wealth. Not because they pursued it, but that it pursued them. God just richly blessed them. You know, the disciples came to Jesus one time and they said, we have left mothers and fathers and family and wealth to follow you. What will happen to us? And Jesus said, if you've done that, you'll receive a hundredfold in this life and in the life to come. You see, you can't outgive God. God just blesses us back in return. You know, a few times I've tried to do it and think, I've really done it now. I've done just way more than what's reasonable here. I have just really gone overboard in my giving. And then I find that God just turns around and blesses me back so much more than what I have given. I tell you, this is a paradox in God's word. Serve him with all your heart and he adds to us all the things that we need. In fact, the scripture says that the Lord makes us rich 
but he adds no sorrow to it. You see, you can seek riches and just desire to build your wealth, and you might achieve that, but sorrows come with it and heartaches come with it, let alone not doing the purposes of God that he's called us to. But on the other side, we can seek God and put him first, and then many times he just blesses us back with things. Now, we've got to be careful here because if you are serving God and then all of a sudden you begin to add up what you have and you say, hey, God hasn't blessed me back. I, I've been serving him and how come I don't have some riches added to me? You see, you're not doing it with the right motivation. See, we don't go into this to get money. It's not investing in the work of the Lord and that's how I'm going to build my wealth. No, we're indifferent to wealth. We say, no, I'm going to give my talents and abilities for the benefit of others. And then it's up to God what he does. Well, we'll have to leave it at that for today. We'll be back tomorrow. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. We would love to have you join us this Sunday for one of our services. The times are 9.30 and 11.30. Just go to our website at kwcf.org to register and to check out all our other activities. We have events for children, youth, and people of all ages. Our mission is to connect people with God and each other so we may fulfill our purpose in life. Till next time, may God keep your life in balance.